Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Death ahoy, matey. Love. Exciting and new. Go online. Hmm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you've only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, poodle? To love. It's reality, yes. Let's love. For 12 years, I swore off men behind closed doors until I met Osama. He's 24 years old. <laughs> I don't know who that voice is, but I like it. It's close enough to it. It is very Liza Minnelli. It's very uh, Carol Channing. It's like a storytelling story, voice. Yes. And she is a storyteller. Yeah. She, Debbie, she's lived a long time. I shut myself up behind closed doors. We could all be Debbie. With a slight lisp. Slight lisp, yeah. Which I'm magnifying tons. This is <laughs> toe! Get, I, I want to put my feet here. Yours are too far. <sighs> wow. I'm asking for a little bit of wood here. Remember and you're part taking one, up the entire space. Well, you usually take all the wood you can get. There, that's what I want. Remember when I said in the first show I missed you? By the second show, I'm ready to go back home. Who's keeping you here? <sighs> The sissies. <laughs> I, I, I'll trudge through for this intimate portrait because you're sitting right here I'm, with us, right here on this couch. And you, hopefully, good thing you're not here because I'm I'm having the last of my sickness. Thank you all for sending me such good well wishes. <gasps> um, I made it. I had taken to my deathbed for several, several days. Um, I soldiered on and did the podcast, so... Yeah. And we're here. And we're here. And we're here. And I'm here. Yeah, let's see. Today, yeah, y'all get ready. If, the, if, you, if you live in the Southern California and you feel seismic activity by Friday night, that's just Jake getting banged. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. Yep. It's going to have to. I know when he goes radio silent, 
It's happening. <laughs> and then I'll get a text about an idea he has at 1.30 in the morning. And I'm like, The well, synapses are firing. I know what it just happened. Mm-hmm. Magic. <laughs> That's what just happened. Oh, y'all. Um, uh, we're here. We're here. A uh, couple of quick announcements. We we did these. We went to more We already detail. talked about it, but we got another Below Deck podcast. Be sure to check that out with Patrick and Dylan. Uh, it's a no-go on Summer House for this season. Mm-hmm. We've decided there's no time. Um, you can come at us if you want to. We will not be convinced. We literally you, don't have time. Or you can not come at us because it's not yeah. going to make a difference. Exactly. But it looks good. We it probably will be offered as a by curious. Yeah, it will be. Yeah. So um, and our traders by curious is out this week. And yes. stick, stick 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 around a little later. I'm going to do a quick little corner, uh, poodle's corner about the real friends of WeHo. WeHo. Oh, <laughs> also, um, this was on the list, but we will for our Reality Gaze Plus members for the people at the fifteen dollar tier on Patreon. We will be doing the YouTube live a week earlier. Uh, we normally do it the last weekend, okay. but my nephew is getting married, oh, and I'll shit. be in Oklahoma, I'm be in Santa Barbara. Well, this weekend, then we'll have to figure out when. Then maybe we'll just do. Yeah, an, we'll do it the week after. Well, maybe next month we'll do like a thirty minute. We can do an hour long YouTube live. We'll just let's do, do that. that. So we won't be doing a YouTube <laughs> live for the month of February. You got to go over these announcements. Well, I just thought. Well, I moved the date, and you said that's fine. So I, I know that you I just didn't, didn't think about schedule. it. I did not check my schedule. I'll do what Poodle no, said to me. You, it wasn't no, me. No, here's what you do. You asked wasn't me. I you, asked you, you. I said, "Can we move it to this day?" And you said, "That's fine." When you say that's fine, I assumed you checked your other. If you have to go work as piano cat in somewhere in Cal, you didn't check with your clients, did you? Last minute, Daddy texted you and said, "I need you here." I need you here, son. And you said, yes, daddy. And I respect that because you want the money. I got to pack the sailor suit. <laughs> hey, Reporting for duty, daddy. my boy. <laughs> and see, I respect that because you work hard for the money. <laughs> so anyway, um, but that just anyway, means we'll, in, do a, we'll do a long. In March, you'll get an we'll do, hour long we'll do an hour. Live. Yeah. That'll it's be just, fun. February is a short month. You're gone. Uh, yep. Uh, and you're, I don't know, working. Well, honestly, we already did a, we did one, we did one in February already because we had, we, we, we super delayed you. Yeah. So yeah. it's just all over the place. So that's yeah. when we'll do it then. February is a short month, too. It is. Is this a 28 <laughs> or 29 year? I believe it's a 28. Only, the 29 is only once every four years. Yeah, I know. My dog was born on, on, Leap year. Who gives a fuck? Gruff. He was born on leap year. So he re- he died when he was seven. No, he six. Di- no, he died. He died six. He would have been twenty four. <laughs> he was an old dog. I don't remember how old. I guess he was three. I don't know. You can't do fractions. Well, this is the one who got his dick stuck in another dog, right? Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh, there's twenty. Only twenty eight. So yeah. Riveting. Riveting. <laughs> who keeps track of, you know what? I can't even ask who keeps track of their dog's birthdays because I'm going to get an avalanche of people saying, I celebrate my goddamn dog's birthday. I have a cake and everything yeah. like that. We send have a party. Y'all, to Jake no, you will it, not. Send no. pictures of your dog I, and their birthday cake. I, I, I know people celebrate their dog's birthdays, so you don't need to tell me. Would you celebrate your dog's birthday if you had your King Charles Spaniel? No. You should get one. Are you going to get one one day? I'm allergic to them. 
Oh, you are? Yeah. I, I need a hypogen- hypoallergenic dog. I King Charles, they're not? I don't think they are. Oh. No, because my any kind of a spaniel still has Oh. Fur. Well, what kind of dog are you going to get? I would get like some type of poodle mix or... You really obviously. should get a poodle. Um, But any type of a dog that has hair instead of fur, dander, you know. You really should. It would be kind of blasphemous if you didn't get a poodle. Yeah, maybe maybe I'll get a schnauzer. I would love that. And we I could both have I, schnauzers. And I won't let you touch it. <laughs> She'll love me. They sense it. She'll come over and sit by me. No. I'll teach her to hate you. <laughs> like Miss Havisham. <laughs> I'll teach her to growl when you're around. Poodle, I'll show why a, does your dog I'll, always pee on me? I'll show a picture, a picture of you, and, and then I'll like, have something a bad. I won't do that. I'll have like a bad smell or something like that. I'll imprint her, That's like Miss Havisham with Estella. Mm-hmm. Then, darling. Then who's gonna watch her? Because I won't watch her while you're gone. Then's gonna who's gonna watch your dog for a week when Daddy's in Ooh, Spain? And you That's a work. tough call. <laughs> You're going to have to put on your matador suit and go to Spain. The fact of hating you. <laughs> but no one else will watch your dog. Oof. <laughs> That's a true Sophie's choice. Y'all, we're not getting dogs right now. Don't message us. Don't message me. We're I not, don't, I do, we're not in honestly, a live stage. I do not want to see pictures of your dog's birthday party. <laughs> the only dog's birthday party I ever cared about was on Selling Sunset because so much happened. So much happened. At Mary and Jason's dog's, dog's birthday, birthday party. party. I will say... Y'all, if you want to start a sissy squad thread, y'all can do a thread of your dog's birthdays in there. And then put They're going to the mods are going to hate that. But as long as they know to put it in one thread, one thread, and may- maybe if you want to say, if you want to say, starting a thread now for dogs' birthday parties, <laughs> they're going to. Jackie is going to message us and say, "What did you say? What did you say in the podcast?" Y'all, we have over eleven or ten, not uh, ten thousand. 11,000 people. No, no, no. 10,000. 10,100 people yeah. in our Facebook group. That's yeah. astounding. It is. All right. Any Let's other do announcements? This. Let's talk about Isabel and Gabe. There's not much to talk about them. Um, no, it's just Isabel meeting her gay friends at some outside gay the, bar called Chiquita. This which bar looks, looks fun. <laughs> the, the table. Did you see the table? It was just like one, the legs were actually a woman's legs with her panties. <laughs> Y'all, I love this bar. Ba- bars in Bogota get. I don't think that, are they are in Bogota. No, I don't think they are. No, they're in Medellin. Yeah. I thought bars there get wild. Which my friend, my best friend, who's from Bogota, he said that Medellin's actually a little more artistic, gay friendly okay. city. Uh, anyway, several of my favorite porn stars are from Medellin. Okay, they um, say they're gay, and then I look. And then I search and I find their real names on Instagram. And, and they block me. They have girlfriends. And they block you. I don't. <laughs> you need to stop being overly familiar. What? I'm just saying hi. <clears throat> yeah. And then asking their sign. Um, so these are Mateo and Samuel or Samuel. Um, and she actually Samuel. met Gabe through Samuel. Um and there you're saying that I know you're saying it correctly. It's Samuel, but it sounds like uh Samuel Ganji from the Lord of the Samuel. Ring. Yes, yes. <laughs> I with I'll go Samuel. with you Samuel Samuel. <laughs> <laughs> no more. No. More. <laughs> so 
Isabel says, I had a lot of gay friends, um, but these are the ones who I can really uh, be more open with and we can talk about this. And I'm like, we're really getting the LGBTQ tour of Columbia. They really are. I, I, lo- I love this it. Is the, I love that. This is the gay Nigeria uh, that we had last season. Yeah. Of Raptor. <laughs> Columbia better be giving Matt Sharp some, some tax breaks. The tax break. They should. Um, anyway. Matt Sharp needs to, Sharp Productions need to save money. So... They basically said uh, we saw we saw her kissing Gabe. Yeah, they were there um, the first night. They guess they met. And Ms. Mateo said, "I was shocked that Gabe was even was trans as well." And she said they were talking about sex. They asked her about sex, and she's like, "I was scared, and I didn't that's know what, what line, I would find." That's a line Poodle says. I didn't when he gets with guys. I'm so scared. Yeah, I'm so. so I've never done this with a man before. Um, so she says it was amazing, and we want to she stop said the, here. She says, "Baby, the orgasm is the same." And we want to stop here and just say we what what they talked about. They she she and her friends talked about Gabe's body. Um, how he orga- how he orgasms, right? Things like that. We don't. It's not that we. It's not that we're, it, we're we're talking about something that we're ashamed of or anything like that, and we don't think he should be ashamed. But trans people have had a real uh, history of people treating their bodies as something that is o- that's the only or just thing. seeing them as body parts. Yes, yeah, seeing them as body and, parts, and literally just going up to a trans person saying, "Well, what did you do with your dick?" Exactly, and things like that. So this is. Th- for them to talk about it is great because right. that's her relationship. That's her circumstances. Her part, it's their, they can have conversations about that, and that's great. We are two cis men who are who, who do not have an experience in this, yep. and that's why we're we're not going to speculate on what on yeah. how anything works for them, and we're just happy they're happy. If you're in our Facebook group, we're going to ask that you don't ask we're questions. We're not anything that's like um, speculating about trans people's bodies. We're going to shut that down on the yeah. squad because a lot of people get triggered. Kind of like when I was talking about the first episode about I was we are just seen as gay men. Yeah, these people are just seen as like well body that's, parts. That's they, that's a woman with the dick or what? Yeah. That's what they feel like. And right. So. We're not waiting into that. I, I, like you said, I love that they're having this discussion because they're legitimate questions. And the best thing for you is to not ask your trans friends ask about it. Ask Google. Ask Aunt, Uncle Google. Even Aunt Bing will probably have yeah. some information. There might be YouTube. There's Instagrams out there of people that are trans that are happy to right. talk and educate about this. Yep. Search that information out. Because talking about, because we, we do have some trans members in our group. In our Facebook group. I hope group. they don't bring this up and in the reunion. I'm, they, they, oh, they definitely will. Yeah. Um, but I, what we want to say is we want to make them feel safe because talking about this in a way that is asking a lot of questions often is just talking about their body parts. And, and genders and, actually – I know for this is hard, but gender's not about body parts. Exactly. It's not. So um, gender's neck up. So anyway, we, we're we not trans uh, education no. teachers, so – um, again, so if you have questions about that, um, Google's your friend. There are several. I don't know if there's a trans emotional su- labor support group, um, but Google's your friend. Watch I Am Jazz. That's a great show on TLC where yes. she talks a lot about her own experience of being a trans woman. You watch and maybe like that. if you have a trans person you're close to and you have you have an open dialogue, 
who, who you could maybe ask them questions. Possibly, yeah. But, just, but I'm you, saying you've got to have that emotional cap. You have capital. to have a connection. She, they with have them. emotional cap on this show. We right. do not. So we don't want to. Um, I don't care what Gabe's parts are. I'd hit it. He's hot. <laughs> he is. When he's, he's in hot. the car talking to his sister, I'm like, I bet you're a good kisser. Um, it's weird. I feel like. I feel like there's a, there's a little bit of him. Maybe I just maybe I'm reading in because I uh, he gives me this idea that he's too into himself a little bit for me. See, I need to process that because I take it he has a little bit of swagger and it makes I'm me not into in, it. And that's a little bit of my Darcyism. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I'm happy for him. I don't think I I don't find that quality in a lot of men yeah, or, or people. It's got me in trouble before. Attractive. Um. So, yeah. going going on. Uh. There. But they talk about their kids. Yeah. About like her. And I love that Mateo says, "Well, you've raised your kids to respect diversity, so we don't see this being a problem." Again, y'all. I don't think they really have problems. I think maybe the, we're going to be surprised. I think but. the biggest. I think they're, 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 I can't get comfortable. I'm trying to move around. The biggest issue seems like it's going to be her parents. I think it's going to be more than that. I think it's going to be their dynamic. Mm. And maybe it won't be. I hope it's good Um, TV. I hope it's just not boring because it feels a little (laughs) bit like, because she even said like, I don't think my mom's going to have a problem with it. But he's like, my father is very conservative. Um, she does say, I don't want to have to choose. I wouldn't be able to choose between my relationship and my family. Um, I, who knows? Maybe we're wrong and the parents will be completely like horrible and submit not, parents with Jenny and look horrible. And it's a whole issue. I yeah. hope not. Um, anyway, Gabe is leaving for Columbia with his sister. Y'all, this sister. Leaving on a jet. Please. This sister, thank you are a jukebox today. You know what? I can just be joyful. And just be happy. Uh, the sister is really, really working hard for this spot on um, uh, the tell-all. Have you? Did you oh, notice? She's gonna get, yeah, she'll be on the tell-all. Yeah, she's, she's working, working hard. She's uh, she's bringing all the sass. She is. She's funny. She's pretty. She's too. like, I want to be on in your own. I want to be. I'm going to be all up in your business. I'm going to miss not being your business. And but she's she uh, basically you only need to know that. Um, like if she doesn't take care of you, I'll cut a bitch. Yeah. And he's having second thought just because. And I get that. Again, he kind of acts like I'm leaving my family behind and I worry about support. But y'all remember, he's gone here collectively for like something At like... At least 90 days. Like, so he's very yeah. familiar with... Again, I, I kind of hope they don't have a lot of problems. I hope that, but... Yeah. I don't know. I'm just not seeing this be... Famous last words. I know. I've but said I, it. I, and I'm like, I know. Oh. I'm just saying, I think... My theory is the parents are misdirection. Her parents yeah, are misdirection from for, their own issues, possibly. Um, and I only I only know that um, from certain clues, the storytelling about her romantic past and what he wants and how he rushes into things. Yeah. Um. So, because Gabe said that he was with a girl from before and her family didn't accept him. Yeah. And that ended the relationship. Right. 
So that's that's where that's where my head is with them. I'm I think it's a great it's it's an exciting it's an exciting kind of experience to play out on television because we had our first what are you doing? <laughs> well, I just had picking a little thing off my lip. <laughs> I just saw you just it was strange looking. It had a little thing on the lip. Um, usually people bite that off with their teeth instead of their hands, their filthy, dirty hands. You don't need to dictate how I <laughs> preen myself. How about you don't have an opinion on that? I'm saying your hands are filthy. Um, well, have you seen what you say out of your mouth? Your mouth is filthy. I know. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, just imagine we what we have with LGBTQ stories we had the disaster that was Erica and Stephanie. Oof. And um, it's good that we've got a Kenny and Armando. And I don't know how Chris and Jamie are going to turn out. Uh, but it's nice that these stories are being told and shown on television. Yeah, I mean, there's um, a Lego hair and a oh, yeah, top I, bottom. I consider that a joke. I considered that. I mean, well, it, but it, was. it was it was gay rights because they were talking about gay sex. But they were a joke couple. Let's be honest. They were. I think they're still <laughs> together. Joke. And well, don't forget about Abby, Gabby. <laughs> Abby, Gabby, and Frankie. Um, Y'all, that's all I've got about them. Speaking of gay rights, is it time for you to talk about the real friends of WeHo? We'll do that in the we gonna do break. After, I thought we were going to do that after the commercial. We can do it before. Oh, that's fine. Let's do it before because it's time for you're Poodles gonna have- Gay Terrible Show Corner. I could. I watched the first two minutes and I couldn't even handle it. I have a weird obsession with watching this show because I see places that I know mm-hmm. and I know people who know a lot of these people. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I even I know people <laughs> quotes y'all no. <laughs> uh, I, in fact, I, I just, I Googled a couple, I looked on their Instagram and I looked at some people who followed Joey Zauzig cause I'm like, do I know we must know people? And I, and I do know someone really well who both follows him and commented on who knows him really well. Uh, and I just, I DM them. I'm like, okay, I gotta know. And they're like, uh, what is this fucker like? He's like, oh, he, the most just completely ridiculously entitled person in the world. And I said, why do you comment? He's like, we're in the same social circle. <laughs> so, let so. me tell you about the real friends of WeHo. Have you wa- in watching this mm. show? How many men have you slept with that you've seen on camera? Zero. Oh, yeah. They're in a different type of WeHo than me. They, you don't like. We both don't like that. Yeah, they're in a. I have friends who run in that world. They're in the gay mafia. Yeah, we we don't. I don't want to be in that. They're not actually in the gay mafia. They're like the third tier. Yeah, because there's a gay mafia of not famous, but like crazy rich gays. Yeah, this is very WeHo. different. Mm-hmm. I would, they're not even the second level. Um, these are, the, they're, like the, they're like the level right above porn stars. In gay culture in yeah, West Hollywood. They're right above porn stars slash club promoters. Because it would be like, 
uh, David Geffen, Barry Diller, mm-hmm. that level of top gay mafia. Mm-hmm. Secondary would be people like Brad Goreski's almost in that second level because of Gary Gennetti, who's a huge his husband, who's a huge power player in TV, um, TV writing. And- I would say like uh, second layer would be people like kind of the mix of rich and Hollywood people. Right. Yeah. Like, like Karamo probably. Is yeah. Second level now. Like your Jonathan Van Ness is second. Yeah. He's but like he would he would consider himself really not in it. But Karamo is definitely that. Who else? Um, your your Lance Bass. Oh, very much second level. Lance Bass. Very much level. second level of gay mafia. Some would even say Jonathan Bennett is, is up there. Jonathan Bennett, I think, um, is second level. He's second but his, to third. his his husband is definitely third. Yes, yeah. Carson Cressley, second level, definitely. RuPaul, yeah. kind of in their own category. Yeah, There's, but RuPaul just, does whatever just the fuck know, they want. This is the third layer. Yeah, <laughs> that we're that we're forming here. And yeah. So we've got Bragareski, who was Rachel guy, Zoe's guy, gay guy with the lips, who does the house flip stuff. He's second level. Jeff, uh, Jeff Lewis. Lewis. Jeff Lewis thinks all this. Uh, Jeff Lewis's podcast, by the way, if you've never listened to it, is fucking hilarious. I bet. I bet he just says He's whatever amazing. the fuck. He's amazing. I bet he says whatever um, the fuck he wants. Uh, but he, uh, anyway, it's Brad Goreski, Rachel Zoe's assistant for a long time, is married to Ger- uh, Gary Gennetti. Um, Curtis Hamilton, um, who is this, who was in Insecure, a couple other things. He's working on coming out more publicly. He's been out among his friends. Now, as I said before, girl, you're in a, you're shirtless in a, in a high belted suit. You not out. Yeah. <laughs> um, but He's especially with his family. He's recently out, but I think that's what they're trying to push. Not he's recently out in West Hollywood. Yeah, um, Dorian, who is a skincare person, uh, has his own line called Butter Skincare. Yeah, which I've heard of. Um, and uh, then there's Joey Zauzig, who is an influencer. Who talks like this? It really does. Kind of talks like Kimball. He's somebody I've kinda never heard of. Just really, his voice kind of all of a sudden it's like constant gay bar hoarseness. Oh yeah, gay bar <laughs> oh, he's kind of screaming. Yeah, There's... I'm Joey's housing. Um, it's so bad. I don't like it when you do that um, voice. And then James, what's his last name? I'm terrible. Jonathan Bennett's Vaughn. James Vaughn, mm-hmm. um, with a Y in his name, because he's from Virginia. Yep, James with the Y. Uh, who's Jonathan Bennett's husband. Yep. Um, and Todrick Hall. Yep. Who is doing his best to get that redemption to redeem his image after being horrible on Celebrity Big Brother, just all around terrible. Not not just in terms of gameplay, but how he treated the other housemates and how he publicly played his game. It was just not good. It's, it was not the way. Um, and things came out about him not paying his dancers. He is desperately trying to redeem himself with that. I will say he has been behaving quite well um, on this season. Let me tell you what the show's about. One big thing is these people trying to act like they're friends while they get to know one another. <laughs> that was my main problem. It's so clear that n- there was no reason no! why these people are together. No! 
No. And I know that's the same with housewives. But for some reason, the housewives have a layer of camp that makes the artificiality work. This, even though it's a show about men who are identify as queer, uh, men who sleep with men, there isn't a lot of camp. Brad Goreski is the only one who brings it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the others are either, I don't know. It, uh, Joey is, uh, the first episode has him, Joey, I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting engaged and I'm having my engagement party. And Dorian, who doesn't know him, is kind of like a little, uh, uh, kind of just a little bit standoffish. Like I don't know this. I don't. I don't want to know influencers. What did an influencer do? And I'm like, how long have you been alive, Dorian? Yeah, it's almost like Dorian is stuck in a certain. Uh, that's really the problem. When I is um, that's kind of the my problem with like a lot of what we call not just West Hollywood, but like that kind of weho gay is they take themselves so seriously. Yeah, Dorian takes himself very and seriously. And a lot of people do. And it's interesting because like I see the things James does as a host and I'd see the things he'll do with his husband and he's so funny and charm. But on this show He has zero charm, zero it does funny. Not, it doesn't translate and I actually really it's like very forced. him in other stuff. But it feels so forced and fake because it's like We've got to He's fight. He's like, I'm just doing red carpets. I, that was that was how I was really, and I'm like, okay, that's great, good, good for you. Uh, just doesn't, and yeah. and Jonathan Bennett is on camera sometimes, and he just doesn't want to be. <laughs> you, yeah, oh, I've heard that you said he just didn't want to be. there. He did not want to be there, and I think the highlight is Brad Goreski trying to working so hard to make the show feel like it works. The show is a trash heap. Um, yeah, and couldn't watch it. Uh, I, I find every time they're on, they're talking about something, and Todrick has playing at Palm Springs Pride, and it, it, I, I, I may have to stop watching it because I've kind of, I've just, you don't I've hate yourself out. that much. No, I just, I'm disinterested. It's worse. I'm bored. That's yeah, boring. Yeah. Um, Again, it's a shame that that's what took 30 minutes out of Drag Race. Yeah. 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 This has been... <laughs> this has been Real wow. Friends of Leho Corner. Don't waste your time, y'all. Don't uh, yeah. waste your time. I, we're going to go to a commercial. I'm, I'm Joey Zausig, and I'm here to present... <laughs> no, we're not doing that voice anymore. <laughs> He's y'all. He's got his big old Jeff Lewis lip. Like, bleh. <laughs> he's ridiculous. I hate him. <laughs> Roll commercial. <laughs> Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother. But. That all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. 
Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know, Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. 
It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed Have hope and find you're happy Have hope, have hope Keep going, queens <laughs> People say I kind of live life according You know, I, I, what the, what's the expression? I hear a different drummer drumming. Come, they told me this bitch is crazy. <laughs> Y'all, new couple alerts. <laughs> Debbie, 67, from Sugar Hill, Georgia. And Osama. I'm pretty sure she's not of the Sugar Hill gang. Well, Osama's pretty, from where again? Uh, Morocco. 24. 24. Sugar Hill, Georgia. Oh, Lord. Okay. Um, I'm trying to find out where, we, where Sugar Hill is. I'm pretty sure she's not local, but maybe she is. Are you local? She does not sound as if she's It is from a Georgia. suburb of Atlanta. Kind of a far away suburb. It, I, she does not sound like she is from Georgia. No. no. I do not think she was born there. Um, okay. I'm going to say something. I didn't think I was going to say this. I kind of love her. Um, tell me why. I, I kind of agree. Um, because 
I want you to think about the type of person you're going to be when you're almost 70 years 100%. old. 100%. You're, y'all. Wearing weird hats. Jake's going to wear weird homemade hats. Homemade jewelry. He's going to make, you love, you, because I, I know you've t- told me before, you're like, I have to watch myself. Jake loves like little tchotchkes. Love it. And, he, and he's even said, sometimes I worry when I get older, my house is going to look like old teacher's house. I worry about that constantly. And the fact that she, when she paints and she has these beautiful kind of Painting deep, is my friend. When, did that make you go, oh, when yes. she said that? And I wrote, this is going to be Jake Anthony when Jake is no, 70 she I, years old. No, she and I share a soul connection. So, so I think I love her she because she reminds me of you. She loves going to antique stores. And this kind of Hobby Lobby-esque Goodwills. Goodwills. You're going to wear big, chunky necklaces like this? I'm perhaps a little eccentric. And you're probably going to date young men. Yeah. All signs point to yes. (laughs) Um, I have an art studio where I make jewelry. Jewelry. And I paint. People say, yeah, again, that she's eccentric. And so she... She says, you know, she wants to be surrounded by beauty and she wants, and she said, when she was painting, she said, it's protection to be surrounded by beauty. Protection. Jake's already into crystals now. <laughs> uh, he won't admit it. He hides them, but I find. Y'all, but then she was doing that painting. The and, red winged blackbird part- was very important to me as a child because I wished I could be that bird to fly away and never come back. And I went. Someone had a terrible childhood. Well, the, there was a my favorite quote is growing up, my mother had some significant mental health issues. <laughs> well, what you don't say, you know, well, what you know, she reminds me of my friend, my old boss, who you know very well, yeah, who was raised by a mother who was bipolar, mm-hmm. very severely bipolar. She was even institutionalized, and they were raised by a foster family. And what I learned in that, it made sense because, I'm not saying every kid. I'm just saying, though, but his, the way he saw the world was not the, quote, traditional way people are totally. raised to see the world. And a lot of people that meet him are like, they'll say, quote, He's kind of different yeah. because he just sees the world differently because he was raised in such extremes that, and I, so I look, a lot of people are going to say she's crazy and I actually look at her and I think she's quite eccentric is a better word. I think it's, that's what I'm saying. I don't think she's, I think she's eccentric. I think she's also seems like very resilient for what she seems like she came from in her life and a woman who found out her husband was having a 20-year affair with another woman. In we don't country. know how long the affair was. Oh, I'm sorry. They were married for 20 yeah. years. So I, I really – I hired a like, private investigator, and she, he all, showed me pictures of my husband and another woman in another country. They were married for 23 years. Yeah. That's where she had her daughter. That's devastating. And I kind of look at this, and I went, Fuck. <laughs> I, I want to be I, Debbie. We all think, need to be I Debbie. I think what's clear, though, is she says this. She's very open about this, and she's great on camera because she's so open. She and is. she says, I've never known normalcy. 
I've never seen, I've never known what a healthy relationship should look like. I'm like, you're in good company with Nadia Fiance, honey. You're doing great here. Um, and she did. Won't be a problem. The first husband, she said, we, uh, it was four years with the son, Julian, who we're going to meet. We'll meet him later. He was a drinker and a womanizer. And I didn't know. Sometimes we think it's Prince Charming, but it's actually the big bad wolf. No, she said the way. So what I love about the way she speaks, she speaks in stories. Yeah. Almost like a poetry. Yeah. Because she says not <laughs> because what she said is we're what we believe as little girls. Yeah. She talked about this little girl fantasy of 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 that Prince Charming ride up. And then when you get older and you become a woman, you realize they're the big bad right. wolf. And you, you, it's all symbolism for her. Even when like she talks like her about paintings. Like, painting. This painting, she drew this painting, this this woman on a uh oh Tommy's freaking out. She drew this woman on a skeleton. And how it's, did she describe it? She said basically the woman's like Chagall on a bender. <laughs> I don't know who that is because I'm not painting. But <clears throat> the woman was a skeleton, and she said it. I can't remember. I didn't write. She, the woman was and a the skeleton. skeleton was half of what it wanted to be. And I and I went and this and the the Michael Jackson looking person is Osama. And yeah. there's also a big lion over top of it. It was. It's very symbolist. Very. Um, I loved it. I'm just telling you, I found myself, even this first time, getting teary and emotional already rooting wow. for her. I, I think, I just think. I just had a good time with her. I'm just like, I'm kind of inspired by her. Like, you know, she's like, fuck it. I'm going to live my life and find my happy. I can't wait till you have to eat part oh, of these Oh, I'll words. eat it. I'll eat the words. <laughs> I always will. But right now, I think I'm inspired by it. She does say, for 12 years, I swore off men behind closed doors like Miss Havisham. She is Miss Havisham. Yeah. That's the second Miss Havisham reference. It's me, though. It won't be the last. Until I met Osama. And y'all, Osama, as she says, is an artist poet from Morocco. And he and commented on one of her paintings on Insta social media. He sent her pictures of his painting. Which his paintings look cool, too. Yeah. And they talked about art, and they talked about uh, inspiration of art. And basically, they talked for six months, and after six months, she went to Morocco. He's too young, but it's all about a deeper level of feeling and being. That, and so that's what's <laughs> kind of beautiful about it's not going to work out. But it's beautiful <laughs> because she's, I think what it is, we're so used to the old creepy person. No, it's that true. That just wants to take, because you see her saying, I don't want him to be younger. No, I, I love her. Him, this I, isn't going to work her. out. This isn't going to work out. I'm old, you're young. And then. Again, if he was trying to come to America more, I think, but you're like, you kind of go like a dog wondering why this little turtle goes back mm. in and out of its shell. You're going, huh, why is this working? Why? I don't, we don't know it's oh, working. Oh, I definitely find listen, love. I said listen. it. I said it. We don't know it's working. <sighs> so. I want her to find love. Anyway, uh, he said, and then all of a sudden, he said, come to Morocco and be my wife. And, y'all, then we meet the son, Julian. He's not a big fan of Osama's. No. No. And Julian uh, is worried about 
You know why? He thinks. Sh- I think get it's the time. wig, get the wig, because I. It's another feel episode like it's time. of Reality Gaze of Reality Theater. Gaze Theater. Sing the theme song while I put on the wig. You actually got one of the melody parts wrong. I was totally right. <laughs> Say that to me again wearing that wig. <laughs> you got it one of the melody parts wrong. Uh, you don't have everything ready to do the scene. What? You don't have everything you need to do the scene. Oh, I do. <laughs> wow. You had one job. I did. <laughs> you couldn't even do a fan pop. I'm, I am holding a <laughs> microphone and a pad. I'm desperately trying to hold on to so many things right now, y'all. A microphone, a wig that is not. <laughs> if you're hearing something on the, if you're hearing something on the, that uh, sounds like air in my microphone, I'm I fanning myself. Well, you're kind of covering fan. up your face. You really should fan yourself with the other hand and then hold the microphone in the other hand. This, we, someone gave us that fan. Yes. It says keep it going says queens. keep going queens. No yes. shit. We're I'm, not making I, fans. I'm dropping this. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you get too prop heavy, y'all, and it's just not working. You just need to drop your props. I am I am one to always drop a prop in the middle of a scene that's not working for me. Those of you who saw us on a live show saw me do it several times. We really tried. When for a prop isn't portrait. working for me. We really tried. Um There you go. There well you go. Done. That's how you do a fan pop. I, I, I had one hand. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this wig is very, very cheap. <laughs> Ow. And action. Hello, hey, Julian. It's hey, good mom. to see you, fruit of my loins. Hello, mom. Yes. Mom, how you doing today, mom? I'm how so well. You know, getting yeah. ready to go over and meet Oshama. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mom, I'm... Really, you don't think this is a con, mm. Mom? You don't. It's think not you, a con. You know, you yeah. you think I'm gonna go over there and be used? He and lives in a third world like country. Like I'm gonna be lost in the Sahara Desert or something? I uh, don't know. With the okay, Mom, you sure you know what a catfish means? A catfish. I worry that's what he's. Catfishing. I paint catfish all the time. Do you know what a catfish is? He's uh, not. He. Uh, you say that he is not. A hunt catfish. Yes. All this, all this is, uh, he has never once asked me for money in the whole time we've been yeah, together. Yeah, but what about when you get there? What's he going to think about your bank account, Mom? If you only knew him, you would know. Yeah. He is an artist, poet. He paints, the things that he paints and the way, the way it makes my lower regions feel. All Julia. right, Mom, we don't. We don't want the to talk way it about- sparks a fire in my cave. Mom, Julian, and the person portraying Julian don't want to hear that right and now. And on those cave walls are paintings. Uh-huh. There's cave paintings mm-hmm. of me and Julian. Mm-hmm. No, that's you, Julian. I mean, Osama. <laughs> yeah, me don't, and Osama. Don't, don't fuck your son, Mom. Having all <laughs> kinds of great joys together. 
That's <laughs> what's inside my cave. You ruined the joke by making it incesty. Just keep going. <laughs> you think I fell off the turnip truck? Is that what you're saying? No, Bob. Not at all. I just say. I just want to enjoy the evening of my life. How do you, Mom, I know you're a free spirit, but are your eyes wide open? Wide open on the horizon. <sighs> all right, Mom. No more caves for you, all right? My face froze like this. <laughs> it's insane. I quite enjoy her. It's good until it got again. Okay, you criticize me for coming for messing up a name. <laughs> just funny. How dare you? I mess up one name and you my, derail. My, my, my names usually don't insinuate incest. Hey. Next time, <laughs> next time we do a theater and you mess up a name. And I correct you and move on. I'm just going to stop it right there. I swear to God, I'm doing it. <laughs> I will end the joke right there. When she said I just got off. Is the expression turnip truck? Yeah, that's a common expression. I just fell it's off It's been a long truck. time since I've heard that. It's a country expression. I think it's probably everywhere. Oh, like you heard that I just fell off the turnip. Truck I knew there's a truck. I just couldn't remember if they were turnips or not. I wonder no, why are... it's a turnip truck. I think I've heard the expression "dumb as a turnip" as well. Oh, really? Or smart as a turnip? Yeah. Oh, I think so. I think that has something to do with it. God, there's wig hair all oh. over me now. <laughs> I'm starting to find her. I yeah. I yeah, like yeah. how she sits in me. You are her. <laughs> This is, this is, I'm telling you why I think I, you were her in your 70s. I, I, I kind of found her. Part, part, part of me, it kind of started out as Debbie, or Debbie from uh, Colt and Debbie, mm -hmm. but. Uh, then became the Debbie. There's part of her. There's, there's part of her. This is how your house is going to look. It's settled deep down in my loins of her. Now, we don't. Did she say actually? Now that I think it, did she say I'm moving to Morocco? Yes, she is moving there. So we don't know what she's doing with her house or anything like that. No, that museum of oddities that is her house. Again, going back to that I said about is this bravery or is it foolishness? It's foolhardiness. I um, see. I think with Jen, it's foolhardiness, but I think with this, I think it's kind of he's 24 years old. But still, she doesn't know what kind of health care is over there. Um, She's this, 67. These are, um, this, just to show you, this is Chagall. Um, it's kind of close. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's true. It's kind of imagistic. I liked her paintings. They were pretty. They yeah. were kind of haunting. <laughs> Especially with literally a woman skeleton. One, one could argue that that's what art is supposed to do in yes, some ways. Yes, one could argue. Um, <laughs> and let me let's let's move on to. I like her. I'm excited for you to do. I her. kind of I'm I think she's a breath of fresh air. Yes. Uh, on this season, anything that gives us more oxygen from both Danielle and Johan or Nicole and Mahmoud. Who are heavy. heavy. I hope he's not insufferable. I hope that yeah. uh, Osama's not this she, like, 
young kind of hipster art guy. I, I think he will be. I hope they're more like the lovers from Saturday Night Live. They're not going to be. Why is Timey going nuts? I, what if the, what if they're just what if they get together and they're just banging? We just That's see gross. videos of her just slurping on a schlong. We're not going to do that. But you know, just turn off time. It needs new batteries. We just put batteries no, in time. Honey, we put batteries in like six months ago. Batteries should last longer no, than six months. We, no, we we podcast for believe me, I know, I count them hours and hours. I pay taxes for a reason. <sighs> you sound like Danielle. Y'all, it's time to talk about beauty and the miserable bitch. Uh, and yes. Johan is beauty. <laughs> yeah, we got that boy. <laughs> this fucking Harridan. Oh, she's still on this butcher shop kick. Yeah. And she's talking to him about it <laughs> again. Y'all not really great for you to tell someone they're not good with numbers. The week it comes out that you're having going through your own bankruptcy. I, it's almost like she has a, you know, those, those signs that say that you look at when you're morning or they'll sit on your nightstand. It's hers says in a world of miserable bitches, be the most miserable, be a miserable, miserable. <laughs> It's just, it's, it's just, she's an absolute Gorgon. Um, yeah. So y'all, she's, they're having some beer after fighting about the butcher shop when she called him completely, when she basically questioned all his business acumen and every choice he'd ever made. Mm -hmm. And, and she's like, I couldn't mask that experience with the poker face. It was just so awful. She does apologize. She says, she does. I, was, I was angry and frustrated. She's like, but your business is expensive and you don't have any money. Um, he says, but it will, have, it will make money. And then she says, this is so interesting. And this just gives you an idea of what Danielle thinks about Johan. And she said, so when will you know how to close it up? Already, she says, she sees in the future, and she says, this is just some kind of thing because the business that he comes up with is going to be something of my doing. Again, I've said this before, and it go, she just proves me right. She thinks he's stupid. Yep, she does. Y'all, he is nothing but a six, seven dick to her. Yep. That really is. He is hair just, here. He is just a pool boy for her, and she wants him to yep. be at her beck and call. And then she says, how will you know when to quit? And I wrote down, wow, you miserable bitch. And then you need a timeline to close your shop. Again, so what is it, six months, nine months, and then you'll decide? Thanks for went, believing. Right? And it's, it's not even – there are so many ways to tell someone, let's talk about your business model and let's stick with this and I believe in you without saying, so how do you know when to hang up your meat? When do you know when to stop? Yeah. It's just like, can you stomp on his dreams? He more? literally says, I want to have something of my own and I want to be on my own boss. Well, yeah, but I'm bankrolling it. And you're, this, I'm not going to bankroll our life forever. I'm not going to be your sugar mama. I guarantee you, she wants, we, she haven't talked, because people said, I guess he still is working at the resort. Yeah. But I bet she counts him to quit because she gets so jealous. I'm sure. So she, that's. No, I could not write a character 
I could not write a character who was worse than Danielle. Ah. <laughs> uh. I, but no, I would say oh, no one would ever, no one would ever like this person. No, no I think about a couple of others, but she is, she is up there with just the lowest of the lows. It's just, but the weirdest thing is she hides it through being almost trying to sound reasonable, but it's all self. It's all for herself. Um, it's interesting, like who she. It's like, remember, you know, Emily of Emily and Kobe. Emily did a lot of things for herself. Mm-hmm. And was pretty self-involved and even, like, manipulated people. Right. It's horrible. And it's like, Danielle watched that season and went, I can do better than that. Yep. <laughs> I'll show you. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to double down. I'm going to triple down. Hold my beer, Hold Emily. Hold my beer, Emily. <laughs> so, y'all, then we are looking for apartments, and we are asking God in the car for a perfect apartment. I'm asking God for, because for my happiness because when I'm happy he's happy because I'm happy he's happy for two bedrooms parking a pool a terrace a large kitchen just uh, everything and anything run into a run into a light pole on her side just (laughs) anything and everything she's like that's perfect part it's not too much now I did you went through it and she's like I think what I want to do is live in these expat communities that have security and and I think did you say it was a washer dryer, dishwasher, two bedrooms, two yep. bathrooms, space to teach yoga, parking, pool, terrace. I don't think that's a lot. And y'all, I don't know if she realizes the edit she's getting. I, I really don't know. No, I, I really I don't, don't think know. she really No, it's not I don't even think I think there's no other way to edit her. <laughs> I think, Can you imagine what's on the cutting room floor? No, I think there's no other way to edit her. And you watch and you go, oh. Now, I'm not judging people. Well, yes, I'm judging her. I know people in my life that have bankruptcy. So there's legitimate things. Horrible things happen to people. So I'm yeah, not saying that everyone. I just want to clarify and say that I'm not putting a judgment on someone who's no. in bankruptcy. But in her case, I see exactly why she had a bankruptcy. Because no. what she wants never matches what her actual. Right means of paying for it are but she's acting like she's tony fucking robbins but with everything she, that she a- thinks. she's either acting like she's tony robbins or she's acting like she's fucking poor yeah and has no money when she says constantly um this is going to be two thousand dollars for the apartment she's like would you be able to help me uh with rent and he says i could give you five thousand pesos which is like ninety dollars i felt like this conversation was fraudacity Really? The way he acted and kind of smiled, either he's arrogant as fuck and he was like, you know what? I'm going to give you that nine inch dick because that's what he says on his unfiltered. He says, I'm either going to give you that nine inch. Someone's watched it several times. No, he just says it. He wrote it. They said, that's the video you can buy for $500. He says it's nine inches. No, I thought he says, I'm going to give you that. I thought you were saying he said that to you in private. I usually can repeat it more around 1230 at night. Got it. But anyway, I either there's an arrogance where he was like, I'm just going to dick you down and shut you up. Mm -hmm. Or he's not a great actor. I just felt like there was a little bit of like. I can see that. And she didn't get as upset. She goes from zero to 100. She didn't go to zero to 100 with him on this. 
Did you know? It was just like, then she said, you spend five, uh, five thousand five thousand pesos is breakfast for you. And he, that, and that was, that's what gave him, he kind of smirked like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Because he likes to eat a lot. So the apartment's $2,000 a month. Mm-hmm. I mean, this would be $5,000 in Los Angeles. More. More. I mean, it is so fucking, it's a really nice, um, nice apartment, y'all. And she's like, so do you cook? Do you clean? Do you clean the house every day? He's like, because I'm going to be working from home, so I can't clean the house. I can't do the cooking. And he said, but, and she's like, so basically then we start challenging. Talking about cultural culture. He does say, he does say. Men work, women work, and women do the housework. He did not say men do the housework. No. And he does kind of act like, don't you want to cook for me? Yeah. Don't you like want to cook? Like that's a way of love. He's like, no, I don't want to work. That's why I feel for our dads because I'm like, I feel like he already knows this about her because mm-hmm. he wants to move to the U.S. to be in America with her. Like, I think he knows that she's not going to be this type of person. If so, that means she's in on her villain edit, which I can't imagine anyone would be okay with. I don't think so. I don't know. You know what? The only reason I can see it, this is what this is what Daniel has that I see that appeared. Daniel has a desperation. <sighs> There's either a desperation for money, a desperation to be famous, a desperation to be admired. There is the underlying feeling of desperation with her throughout everything she does. Um, did you see when she said, "If I'm doing everything financially, I'm going to feel resentful, and it's not going to be a relationship that makes me happy." You're basically my wife. You know that, right, Johan? You're my wife. uh, That was the point I went, this is, you're enacting some type of previous relationship trauma on this guy. And uh, and I just, I, I can't, I can't. Miserable bitch of all miserable bitches. I hate to make it, but it does seem like, again, she just wants to like, Lie by the pool, teach yoga, yes, and get fucked by her pool boy, and have him, and have him, and get him to make the money, because she can live where it's dirt cheap, like an expat. She wants to call herself an expat and go to expat communities. Yes, yes, this is a horrible person, (laughs) and I am so happy to destroy her (laughs) weekly. Weekly. Roast the bitch. That's that's all I've got. <clears throat> that's all we got, y'all. Wow. <laughs> Who knew? Debbie and Gabe, the bright spots of Toe. I think there are a lot of bright spots. Um, no, it's all good, but I mean, like, those are... Now we've oh, met all the couples. Like, this is a the good... The good people? Who, not the good people, because... Have we who, met everybody? We have. Yeah, we found everybody this episode. So, who's going to make it? And who's DOA? Um, so, Gabe and Isabel. Chris and... Oh, you start Gabe and Isabel? Oh, yeah, I just picked a name, but... I don't know enough yet. We ha- They haven't even met. I'm... I I don't even know. But they met, I think they're going to make it. I'm, I'd am i err on that, too. Chris and Jamie. You were about to say Chris No. And- Sadly, I think I Jamie's think gonna get, get overwhelmed. Yep. Um, did we did we see everybody this episode? Did we miss someone? No, we we only saw we missed. Um, there were only six. 
this episode. Who do we miss? Riveting. <laughs> Who else is there? Um, uh, They're screaming at us. I, no, no, screaming. They're screaming. I have to look. I, I can keep going. Um, what do you think, uh, Debbie and Osama? We haven't met them yet and seen them together, but I feel like no. I feel like no, but I want it to be yes more. Than she's anyone. in the Yolanda slot. She's she's in the Yolanda. We introduce you on episode three or four, <sighs> which is normally those never work out. Normally, yeah. that was the Ben Mahogany slot. Yeah, that's so, oh, that's true. And yeah. well, and they're still together. Ben and Mahogany, they're both clout chasers, though. So. Ugh. I'm uh, not subscribing to Us Weekly. I'm surprised that magazine is Stephen Sillen publication. They no, barely are there. Okay. Um, uh, the next one is, what do you think about um, uh, Nicole and Mahmoud? DOA. I'd like to think that, but I'd, I think they will fight constantly. They might not be together at the time of the reunion. I think she'll go back to him. I just had this feeling that she's 38. I don't think you're wrong and, in that, but. And I think, I feel like she's, she sees this as, she even said, this is my last chance for love. She did say that. Yeah. Which so, is weird because she's 38 years 38. old. But for her, yeah. she's 38 for her. She's already, she's had a little bit of work done. Yeah. And. Well, she's so terrified of looking old. Yep. Getting older. Find one reason she likes to young. Um, and then Daniel and Johan. I mean, I think they'll stay together. Me too, for sure. Jen and Rishi. I think it's DOA, mostly because of his parents. <sighs> I think so too. We actually did see them all. It's only six. It's only six. I'm looking up the cast. There's only huh. six. Yeah, I, we, I, we didn't miss any, so we got a full plate. Three and three. Did we forget anybody? No. Okay. I think that we did. Yeah. Jen, Rishi, Danielle, Muhammad, Chris, Jamie, uh, Mahmoud, Nicole, and then other people. <laughs> Riveting. Riveting. All right, everybody. That's the show. Riveting. You better keep that wig around. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. What? I just want to say, Father Weegis, we just want to thank you for bringing us toe. We just want to... Thank you for getting rid of the scabs of hay, Father Weegis. Father Weegis, we just delivering us from the <laughs> desert of happily ever after. Thank you, Father. We just hope these couples uh, provide the trash that we love for, for our sustenance <laughs> as we as we drink from your bosom, trash god. <laughs> And on that note, we'll both say amen. amen. Y'all, we'll see you next week. See you next week. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. 
Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.